Omar Ahmed, IFL TV, MTK Global. Interesting face-offs there, Jeff. Yeah, very interesting. Big, um, what was that, acrylic, acrylic, clear acrylic screen in front of our face. Go on, go on. Danny, you want a pair. You told me the other day you hated you, man. Oh, this, this one, the middle one with Johnny, yeah? Got it? Nice one, Dan, thank you. Well, it's nice to see you and Dan just coming together there for a good cause, to be fair, um, raising money for Yemen, uh, Joe. Yeah, yeah, no, it's for a good cause, and, you know, it's, it's good. It's good that we uh, both agree on something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, very weird, isn't it, today? Like, looking, like, face-offs in front of a screen. So, uh, it's a bit different. I think the last time that happened would have been uh, H. Azora. Oh yeah, yeah. For, for different reasons. Yeah, <laughs> for, for different, different reasons. reasons. Yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, you go into this fight on Saturday night with obviously everyone talking to you about Daniel Dubois still in October. Yeah. Um, is that in your mind as well, Dan in October? Well, it's it's still quite a long way away, and I've got Wallace, who's a very game opponent. Opponent that's going to be see throwing throwing lever at me, so I'm going to have to be switched on and you know, get the win and come out comfortably and then I can then look for, uh, you know, look forward to getting in the ring with Dynamite Devoir. So, um, so then we'll hopefully I'll be able to get back to Vegas and get back with Salas and start, um, start my training camp there. Okay, so that's good, that's clear, because obviously um, you're back with your old trainer now yeah. um, and there's no sort of split with Salas, it's only because of the travel reasons and, yeah. and sort of... Uh, the restrictions and also um, Steve Broughton has uh, worked with Salas before and he, he's familiar with his kind of style and what he wants and you know we've been communicating over WhatsApp and FaceTime whatever so um, like Salas is still he's still still around and he's still uh, part of what's going on with my training so um, yeah I just have to uh, just have to get the win on Saturday night, and then uh, and then go on to 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 get on with training and stuff. So it's uh, it's, a bit, it's going to be a good fight, man. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't been in the ring in over a year, so uh, bring it on. Why do you believe it will be a good fight? What do you know about Michael? Well, I've seen his um, I've seen his previous fights with uh, Yoker and um, Igjagba. Fair Jagba, yeah. Fair Jagba, yeah. So they were. Um, so I saw what he's got, and he's like, no joke. Like, it's uh, you know, I have to be switched on, and you know, I haven't had like the because it's been funny in lockdown. I haven't had to been able to have like a you know, like a, one of my usual camps. It's been a bit unusual. Like I've been cycling and running, but it's I've only you know I've only been getting back into into doing like boxing training a bit. Uh, you know, and and then I I finally and then I suddenly had a fight to um, to get into. So uh, yeah, it'd be good to to knock the cobwebs off. And and what's helped as well is um, having just uh, such great sparring. It's good to have Bacoli in uh, from Scotland. I thought um, I thought he's really good and skillful and just what I need to prepare me for this kind of fight. Yeah, of course you talked to. Uh, about the Bacoli spikes etc. Kogan the other week, I think it was last week. Um, Joe, you said you were surprised about the opponent for Dan. Yeah. Uh, that they've got for for next month. Why? Yeah, Fife is good, man. I, I I've I've sparred him before, and he, I think he's a he's a good amateur. He's very seasoned. He's done WSBs, uh, beat Yoko twice, I think he said. So yeah, he's um, 
I'll be interesting to see how that pans out. I'm, I'm sure um, Daniel will probably get the, the job done, but it'll be a tough fight. You seemed hesitant there. Huh? Yeah. When you said when you said Daniel will get the job done, you well, we hope we hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course uh, he'll be cheering you on uh, this Saturday night. I'm sure you'll be doing the same uh, on uh, 29th of August, and then uh, yeah, we're set for a, a massive one as Frank said. Yeah, and I can't wait. Mm. Joe, um, obviously uh, we're going through the situation now, um, but it looks like fans will be allowed uh, in October. Yeah. How, how would you feel though if? If you fought Dan with a, a very limited crowd or no fans at all, that wouldn't. Yeah, we'd it, just it, be yeah. dead. We wouldn't be worth it. We might as well just postpone it again because mm. it's one of them big fights that you want to say that you've been there because it's such a big fight. You don't want to be like, oh, I watched it on um, on TV. <laughs> you want to be like, yeah, I was there. It was sick. Like, and like you want to hear like you have the sweat and the blood and stuff spraying off in the crowd and like. You know, people who have been just been back from the bar and like the fights in the crowd. You know, the proper boxing <laughs> event. <laughs> so, which fight am I watching? Not keeping that two meter uh, distance. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, even if you got say ten thousand at the O2, that would be a result, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I, w I wonder what they're going to do. Like, hopefully it's going to. Um, hopefully it's going to be all good and all very, um, you know, well looked after and. I think there's less. I think there's less cases now. They don't think there's any cases in London. So there's a few out of England, I think, but um, I think we're kind of getting through it now. Mm. I, I would hope. Yeah, and let's, let's hope so. I mean, yeah. the government I'd, did say October fans are going to be allowed back, back, in, back in. We don't know how many yeah. uh, for each event, but uh, it's positive news. Joe, um, as mentioned there, you're the underdog against Dan, even though with your, your spectacular amateur record and in the professional ranks you've fought much better opposition than Daniel yeah um, you've got a, a lot of strength obviously but a weakness that people point out is that you, you do take shots yeah um, and that's why people probably think well if Dan catches you <laughs> you're gonna go do you do you, do, you, do you feel like there, there's a realistic chance that in the first three rounds he's gonna be at his most dangerous and and there could be a point where you have to get up off the canvas job yeah, definitely, man. I've um, I've felt his punches before, even though he was young. But you sparred, didn't you? Yeah, I sparred, I sparred him. So I know he's got the power and that. And, you know, it's going to be very risky few rounds. And it's going to be exciting to watch. And, you know, I might have to, like, <laughs> get off the floor. But preferably, preferably not. Preferably I've learned enough to, like, be able to slip and move out of the way of his punches. And, you know, st and start troubling with my own. And, like, I, I don't think he's going to, like... My punches with the with the pro gloves like in his in his face. Do you think people aren't talking about enough the possibility of you catching him and seeing what how he reacts to a shot from you? Yeah, because I mean you see him troubled by Richard Latte um, with his red eyes with you know just straight off the flight. They were swinging <laughs> them oh two. They God. were swinging, weren't they? Yeah. So um, you know you never know with heavyweight boxing. That's why it's going to be so exciting and uh, like you know get get these two fights out of the way both of us and then we'll get on in October do you believe you stop him Joe? do what? yeah yeah I'd, I'd hope so I don't want to do any overtime but <laughs> if, if not it, I mean I, d I doubt it's going to go to points over 12 rounds alright Joe Joyce best of luck uh, this Saturday night uh, what happens now you go into quarantine basically? yeah I will have to go into the hotel on Wednesday and then, um, yeah, it'll be locked down until the fight and we'll be getting tested and stuff like that along the way. So, um, 
you know that we're both clean and we can we can fight. Well, hopefully you both come back negative. We get the fight on. Dubois does the the business next month, and then yeah, we get uh, hopefully some fans at the O2, and uh, we're living in a perfect world then, Jack. Definitely. All right, Joe Joyce, thank you very much for coming to IFL TV. This is Andy Purawal for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. And the first man I've interviewed at a press conference and with my handheld mic is delighted to be joined by me, I'd like to say, but unfortunately it's the other way around. I'm delighted to be joined by Sam Jones here at the first press conference for Boxing's Return. Sam, first and foremost, how are you doing? Funny moment. I feel quite special. <laughs> no, 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 it's good. Yeah, I'm good. It's good to be back, isn't it? It's a good location as well. So looking forward to today. Obviously, there's been a lot of kind of hunger from the boxing fans for boxing return. We saw it the other week with Brad Foster versus James Beach, but now we're getting ready for your man Joe Joyce to return. Just talk to me about Joe's preparations ahead of his bout with Walich. Well, we only Joe was originally probably going to have a run out a little bit later on, but the opportunity uh, presented itself for Joe to um, to get out, and so it's an opportunity we wanted to take with both hands and Joe is importantly. But I think we got like five weeks notice. But Joe, being the athlete he is, he's ready to go. Talk about Michael and what exactly do you know about him and what should we expect from him come Saturday night? The first thing is he's he's bigger than what Boxrec says he was. You can see him over there. He's like six foot six foot five, six foot five. He's um a bit bigger than what the Boxrec said. I thought he said he was six foot three. But yeah, what do you know about him style wise and what should we expect from a pair of you know Joanne and Michael when we're in the ring on Saturday night? He's big. No, but he's got that traditional like European style with the with the high guard. I think he comes forward. I think he's going to listen. It's the biggest opportunity of his life. If he's not going to come and lie and lie down, he's going to come and have a go at Joe. And um, after he saw the bookies, uh, the bookies odds against John Debar, I bet he thinks Joe's a journeyman. So why not? I know obviously Joe and Daniel will both be looking towards about after their fights coming up in the coming weeks. Yeah. But is there a added pressure now for both of them to be successful in their bats to make sure that that fight isn't kind of going to go sideways? It's more win for both isn't it it's, it's Joe and Daniel both heading into the biggest fight of their their lives against uh, one another so there's no slip-ups who do you feel there's more pressure on though going into their bouts there's more pressure on Daniel there's always more pressure on Daniel because he's the huge Bucky's favorite what do you make of Daniel's opponent Eric he's a very good fighter I know him from I'm just saying I know I know him from uh, the GB uh, the GB uh, he came to spar the GB guys he's got a lot of experience he beat Tony Oka twice in the amateurs he's not a mug if obviously everything goes to plan, is October kind of that, that confirmed date, or is he still kind of? October twenty fourth is what we're what we're what we're working towards, and until the the powers that be tell us otherwise, that's the that's the date that Joe's going to fight Daniel Debar. Now we we know that everybody's going to be here today. Are you expecting Daniel and Joe to kind of have a, not just their own words, but maybe getting a little closer than what we would have imagined during these socially distanced times? Um. I would think they're both going to behave themselves uh, today, especially with the bullet, bulletproof glass that um, Ben's putting up over there. But um, listen, I think Joe and Daniel are probably sick of the sight of each other and sick of being asked questions about one another and they just want to get in the ring and fight. Now, I know that ahead of this fight, Joe's done some preparing with Martin Bacoli, who's obviously looked after yeah. by your good friend Billy Nelson. Yeah, <laughs> William Nelson from Airdrie. Um, yeah, mate, that was great sparring. Bacoli's a great fighter and Joe had... Joe had fun sparring. You know what I mean? It was a great, it was a, it was a really fun spar. I mean, Coogan Cassius came to watch it. 
Um, it was amazing, mate. A great, amazing spa, it really was. I saw Coogan's tweet about it was a brilliant spa. You know, would he, would he have, without having seen that spa, would it have been something that you'd have considered putting on down the line a fight between Martin and Joe? I've always said, uh, Andy, I've always said for thousands of times, especially to Billy Nelson, the fight against Bacoli doesn't make sense right now, financially, and nobody knows Bacoli. They still don't. Now, that's not to say Bacoli's not a good fight, which is what people get it twisted. Bacoli's an excellent fighter, and you can hear me saying that. Excellent fighter would cause anybody problems. But right now, the fight doesn't make any sense. Um, but as soon as the fight makes it, Joe's always said to me from the get-go, make fights that um, the fans want. The fans don't want it right now. The fans, it doesn't make enough money. It doesn't, it doesn't bring a big gate in. But when it does, if it does, let's go. What was your interactions with uh, Billy Nelson, Lord Comedy? All good fun, man. I, listen, I respect Billy. He's been in the, the, the boxing game for, year, for, for decades. So I've got, I've, got, I've, got res I've got respect for Billy. And I also admire how he uh, puts the miles in. It was a 900-mile trip to come and spar, to come and spar Joe with Bacoli. So you can only respect that. A couple of fights, obviously, just want to touch on in the heavyweight division before we move on to Lerone Richards and obviously Guido Vianello. In fact, yeah. start with Guido, obviously, his fight being postponed because of oh, right. his opponent testing for COVID. Yeah. Just how good were you for Guido? I was good for Guido, yeah, but top rank, I've looked after him there, flying him home in, 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 very nicely. Um, uh, I think he's got to go via Greece. But Guido, Guido deserves some time off. He's not seen his family since Christmas, so... Um, Guido was upset, but Guido's a professional, mate, so he's going to go home, he's going to have some fun, he's going to eat loads of pasta, fill himself up with carbs, and then he's going to get back to it again in, in, in I'd say, late August, fly him again in late August. We know you had some sparring there with Martin Piccoli and Joe Joyce. Martin's going to face Sergei Kuzmin. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that fight? It's a very, very good fight, but from what I've seen of Kuzmin, Kuzmin's not took what he had in the amateurs to the professionals. He looked better as an amateur, Kuzmin, and I think he's a three-round fighter, Kuzmin. Um, he's got three rounds to get Piccoli out of there, and... Believe me, Bacoli's got a, a good jaw on him, so I, I see Bacoli stopping him mid to late rounds. And then the other fight which is on that same card, White Povetkin and Dillian recently leaving Mark Tibbs again. Yeah. You know, how big of a difference do you think that could make an influence on that fight in preparations? I, I respect Mark as a coach. He's a fantastic coach. He's, he's brought Dillian on, but people have just always got to remember the boxers are the boss. Do you understand what I mean? If, if I'm doing a, not, a, not a great job, it's, it's, do you know what I mean? The, the boxers is a short career. They've got to be selfish. And if that was the right decision Dillian felt at the time, then so, then so be it. He's got to get on with it. And I favour him to beat Povetkin. Now on to Lerone. Obviously, we did an interview with Umar Sadiq where Umar said, you know, Lerone wasn't, was overweight. He wasn't fit. He wasn't healthy. Hence why he wanted an extra few weeks to prepare for a fight. And also that Lerone didn't want to put his titles on the line yeah. in his bout. Can you just kind of expand on it all and just effectively reply to what um, Umar had said. Well, it's nonsense, isn't it? It's just it's a total nonsense. Lorraine's got a baby due next week, which was the proposed date for him to fight Umar Sadiq. He's got to put two and two together. You don't fight on the same day your baby's due. Then the other proposed date was the week after. Lorraine wants to spend a, a week with his baby. And then and then any time after that, we're ready to go. If you're too fat after within the two-week frame that Lorraine said he can't fight, then you're going to be too fat for the third week, aren't you? So Lorraine's ready to go. When do you think it is likely that we will see that fight then? I don't know. I'm going to ask Frank today. I'm going to speak to Frank and then we'll find out. Um, but Lerone's, Lerone's good. Lerone's been sparring. He's been sparring, doing, doing countless rounds of sparring. He's been improving his skill set with Dave Colwell, plugging away. And, and as I say, he really is. He's ready to go. Sam, we'll leave that there now. Then I will leave you to enjoy the rest of this beautiful weather. But thank you for speaking to Boxing Social.
Umar Ahmed, IFL TV, MTK Global, joined by a very dapper Sam Jones. I don't know if, compared to Daniel DeBar's three-piece suit, I had enough. Can't get him in, but yeah, he's, he's a... sweaty and he's picked the wrong day to wear that, and he loved him. He wants Conway, can't wait to get out of it. <laughs> Joe reckons he's uh, made a mistake here. He's, uh, he's unsure about no, uh, listen, 29th of August. You know, I'm being serious, right? I don't know enough about, enough about him in the pros, but I, I watched him as an amateur, and he's a very, very capable fighter. It's definitely his hardest fight to date. A bit of a strange time, but I think Dave Frank has listened to me when I said you can't go from Fujimoto to Joe Joyce. So I can see what they're doing there, and it's a listen. It's a it's a courageous decision. Fair fair play to Daniel for taking that fight. So it's a tough it's a tough ask for him. Tough tough fight for him. But I expect him to win. Dan and Joe uh, getting both. You know, hammered on social media. Yeah, Why are yeah. taking this fight? Who are these guys? Yeah, yeah. But the fact that you know the the fight is lined for October. Yeah. We know that in our minds. Surely people could understand that. Yeah, people, people, because people. I think the people that are complaining are the people that don't really know much about anything. They don't understand. Joe's been out the ring for a year now. He needs a fight. Listen, mate. You saw him today. He's in good nick. He's coming. He's coming here to win. Like he's the biggest opportunity of his life. And. Um, Look, Joe's got to dispose of him. We'll take Michael out for a Steiner afterwards. And um, uh, and Daniel's got to get through a very tough test against Pfeiffer. And then, then the big one in October. Has Dan got the harder fight here? Listen, Jason McCrory rang Joe. Uh, and no, not, I wouldn't say, because Joe has got five weeks notice for this fight. Joe had five weeks notice for this fight, but because Joe is the athlete that he is, he um, he's ready to go and take it. But yeah, on paper, I would say, yeah, Pfeiffer, we've got to be honest, Pfeiffer looks the, the harder test. However, um, it's, it's, it's Joe, Joe taking a fight at five weeks' notice. Any, anything can happen. Anything can happen in, every, in heavyweight boxing. And I hope to God Daniel comes through his fight against uh, Pfeiffer. J Jason McCrory, the matchmaker of Frank Warren Rangos, they presented us an opponent and we just said yes. We, we, didn't, we didn't say, oh no, go and get a different. We just like, let's go. We'll have, that, we'll have that guy. Gets Joe, knock the cobwebs off, and it sets him up nicely for the Daniel Dubois fight in October. Sam, Joe said in an ideal world, obviously, he'd still be working with Ishmael Salas. I know yeah. he can FaceTime yeah, and etc. Um, is that worrying you? No. Steve's a very capable coach and Steve worked alongside Salas for a lot of time, working with David Hay, working with Joe. And uh, all Steve's doing is implementing what is Salas's game plan on Saturday. So it's, um, we're, not, we're not worried. The big one, uh, we need to, we're not taking him lightly. Look at him, he's a big lump in Michael over there. So we, we're, we're not taking him lightly. Joe's going to go in there, get the job done and... Um, and uh, move on to Daniel Dubois. Well, hopefully our boys, Joe and Dan, do the business, respectively. Yeah. And then... Uh, I just want to say quickly, um, respect to Daniel uh, and Joe. They've signed a glove, which you saw earlier, that's going to be... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to auction it off on, online, on Twitter, on all my social media pages, and the uh, proceeds are all going to go to the Yemen. So um, hopefully uh, everyone uh, we get a nice, a nice few high bids on that. And uh, but yeah, credit to Daniel for signing the glove for me. Send me the link and I'll put it in the Thank video description much, yeah, yeah. and uh, put it out, etc. On, on social media. Nice. Uh, Sam, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, hopefully these uh, these two do the business respectively. Yeah. And then October we can perhaps get uh, some fans in. in. Michael, 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 come over here. Come over here. Look at the case. Look at his walk. Look, big lump. Got a Gucci bag on. No, I'm saying after fight we go for uh, a Steiner. For sure. Yeah? Yeah? Vice beer. But, uh, I will tell you something. Never drink beer with the German guys. Why is this? Because you want to drink. drink Vice beer? Yeah. You're going to lose. <laughs> Later I have to put you hopefully out Joe of wins the fight. Under the table and hopefully say, hopefully Joe up, wins the fight friend? and then you win the beer drinking contest. Okay, Perfect. 1 1. Joe Again. wins the fight. 
and then you win okay, beer. We talk later about this. <laughs> Do you believe you knocked Joe out? What? He's not here to lose. Do you believe you knocked Joe out on Saturday night? We will see what's happened. Okay. I'm here for everything. Yeah. 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 It's a great opportunity for Michael and thank you for thank for taking the fight. I appreciate it. Yeah, and thank you for the for the offer. You know, yeah. I, I want to fight the best. I told you, and he's one of the best. And I said yes immediately because. Nah, you're that's, great. A, that's a great offer. Now nah, you're a tough me. man, and we appreciate it. And we'll um, we'll see thank you Saturday, you, Michael. Thank you, thank you very much. You thank you, Michael. British guy as well. Danke schön. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm saying if they come through their fights, hopefully October we can get some fans in at the O2. Eh? Yeah, mate, it's got it's got to be it's got to be there with a crowd. I think Frank's holding out for that, for the possibility of us having a big sellout crowd at the O2. And um, we're just fingers crossed. Hmm. Okay, can I talk about Florian Marco? Yes, of course. So you of can. course, Conor Ben did an interview with us with Oscar. Yeah. And uh, you yeah, know, talking it, about yeah. a potential fight, and then Conor suggested he doesn't have a big enough fan base. I think what Connor said is he's not well known enough, but it's like saying Josh Warrington's not well known enough. It's like saying Josh Warrington can go and fight without anyone from Leeds going to watch him. That's what that's what boxing's all about, court cool fan bases. If Florian Marku fought um, Connor Ben at the O2 Arena, it would be packed 20,000, however long many the O2 holds of Albanian supporters. That's a fact. I mean, I did see Connor's Instagram post. Yeah. Oh, it got annihilated, didn't it? As soon as Connor said that, I was like, oh no, he said the wrong thing here. Because they look at Florian like they call him in, in, in Albanian, the Albanian god. He gets called, we nicknamed the Albanian king, but they call him, they call him god in Albanian. They follow him, they follow him fanatically. So when he goes to war, they all go to war. And they all, if anyone says anything remotely, um, uh, to downplay Florian, he's like you're, you're insulting the, a whole. He's got a whole country behind him. So it's anytime Florian, as soon as Florian's in a big fight, in a big meaningful fight, you're gonna hear an atmosphere like you've never heard before. Like Florian uh, sells one to two thousand tickets for four rounders. So what on earth is he gonna do in a in a in a meaningful fight against somebody like Conor Ben? But in answer to that question, Florian has a has a huge fan base. Sam. Uh... Connor goes into that fight as a, as a big favourite in most people's eyes, would you not say? Yeah, because people, pe I don't know, yeah, 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 rightfully so. Uh, Connor's had the, the longer, longer time in the pros, but I would, I would be massively confident on on Florian beating Connor Ben. Stick him in with uh, Connor tomorrow. Uh, this week, Florian's ready to go. You saw the shape of him the other the other day training. Florian's ready to go now. So, yeah, hundred percent. It's an interesting uh, mix at the moment. Obviously, you've got Kelly Avenisi. I don't know what's happening with that, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, so. yeah. It's, 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 I was really looking forward to that fight because Josh Kelly gets a lot of stick. And from what I spent a bit of time in the gym with Josh Kelly, and he's massively, massively underrated. For He's, he's one of the most talented kids I've seen like, in, the, in the gym, Josh Kelly. So I think as soon as he starts implementing that into the, into, into the ring, you, he's, he's an unbelievable fighter, is Josh. Mm. Sam, we saw that uh, picture of uh, AJ and Fury meeting yeah. in Marbella yeah. uh, the other day. Do you believe there's going to be any hiccups, etc.? Do you think that fight happens next no, year? No, I don't believe there's going to be a hiccup. But you can't ever write off somebody like Deontay Wilder. And Pulev's not a mug. Do you know what I mean? Pulev's not a mug. He's been boxing at the highest level for a long time, but I just think he's a little bit past his best. Um, so I fully expect Joshua to beat him. But how can you write off that, someone like Deontay Wilder with the one-punch knockout power that he has? Fury's going to go in there with a as a big favourite. But you can't discredit Wilder and say, oh, he's all of a sudden like what people like to do. Oh, he's lost, he's useless. He's lost to the best, current best heavyweight in the world. So um, I still have Wilder in the top three heavyweights in the world. And he's got a chance against Tyson Fury. Of course he has with that missile he has of a right hand. 
Mm. So man, I know this is a long way away because yeah. Joe's got to beat yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. on Saturday night, and Daniel. then he's got to beat Dan yeah, yeah. in October. If he gets those two wins, yes. What happens to him next year, Sam? Where do you throw him in? I'll put him in with absolutely anybody. Joe's, Joe's um, always said to me, Mark, like from the beginning, just put me in fights that the fans want to see. Because the, I think the belts are going to be occupied next year again, the world title belt. So you're looking at 2022 for, for, for Joe. So we're just going to have some fun fights. And Andy Ruiz's of the world. Like, why not? There's all the, all, the, all, the big, all the big fights that the British public want to see Joe in will fight. Okay. Well, I know you tried to make the Povetkin fight, so I believe you. Yeah, 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 of course. I do, I do I believe I tried to get Povetkin on the same day he fought Bryant Jennings. And listen, being honest about it all, Joe doesn't look good against a smaller guy. Like, he'll, I'll back him to beat anybody, but like he won't look good against a smaller guy. Somebody his own size, you'll see him much better. Like on Saturday, even though he's had five weeks preparation, Joe's in great shape, uh, you'll see him look a lot better against people his own, own size. And well, according to the odds against uh, against Daniel, uh, Daniel's going to be fighting a journeyman when it comes to by the time they fight because um, they've they've given Joe they've completely wrote Joe off those odds. Yeah, I was speaking to Joe about this earlier, and you know the yeah. whole talk about this fight is if Dan catches him early, Joe yeah. he could well go, and and that's a big possibility. Listen, Daniel's Daniel can crack, can't he? But so, yeah. what if Joe catches Dan? How does he react? Exactly. exactly. Listen, Joe's every bit as strong as Daniel. Daniel's probably got the, uh, if we're honest, Daniel's probably got the one-punch knockout power, oversized, but strength, size, strength, endurance, chin. Joe beats him on all of those departments. In my, in my heart, everything, everything. Like um, Daniel hasn't had a hot. This is his hardest fight, and that's why I just said to earlier in the video. Big respect to him taking uh, five, but it shows that he's a he's a proper fighting man, and he's um, he's not going to back down from a, from a challenge. So credit to him for that. Okay, Sam Jones, thank you very much for talking to IFL nice TV. One. Remember to send me the link and I'll, I'll put yeah, it Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I hope everyone can uh, get behind that course. Definitely. It's a, the best, biggest cause at the moment. Obviously coming out of lockdown, obviously just getting on with life and listening to the rules and do what we can. So um, this fight just picked me up like a bit, just in, just in general, not obviously the fight, just in life. I'm going for the opportunity to obviously just get back into routine, get motivation back. Been mixing up, mixing up with obviously Matchroom and the, some top fighters like, and uh, being on a good card. That's where I want to be. Obviously I need these fights now in my stage in my career, so I'm just grateful for the opportunity. I've just done a bit in house sparring technique, learning on little things with my new, under my new trainer, which again. So uh, it was nice, I was trying little things, I enjoyed it, learning. He's a fit long kid, he's been in camp, you know what I mean? So them six rounds was good, especially in that eight. It's like doing a good 10 rounds, so I've worked with him before and he's a good athlete, so testing myself with a younger, fresher kid, that's what I need. Obviously the gyms ain't been open, so obviously I've been running and just doing little things like walks with the family. We've had a newborn. We've got a little Paddy Wellborn. He's and he, he was five weeks with a lockdown, so we had to be really careful. You know what I mean? So obviously, with my work, my business, the Wellborn grab I stress on that off because obviously the drivers, the lads, I've had to try and keep them in work. So I've had a lot of it's flu really because obviously I've had to. I'm always as soon as I open my eyes, I'm doing something like. 
I had a good swing at middleweight, picking up the British and that defender. And obviously I felt good in there in my training. I seemed to enjoy my training a bit more, not worrying about the weight so much. And I'm 34 now, you know what I mean? And I've got the experience now. I think this is this is it. I've, I've been in with some good operators. I've lost to them operators, but I don't have many amateurs, so every fight I'm learning. So now, it's now or never now, like, so. I've been at this level before. It's Commonwealth title, something what I haven't won. So if I want these talks of like European and that, I've got to obviously beat the, these kids, obviously, because they want to get where I want to be as well. So it's competitive and it's a good good division to be in at the minute. Yeah, I've put a lot into the box and I've had it hard. Like I've had to work five, 10 rounders and take short notice fights. People don't see that. You know, people think, oh, he's lost a good fight. If you have a fair fight and a fair camp, like I did with Marcus Mouse, it was my first camp. And I felt a million dollars and obviously chose what I can do, so I've done it and I know I can do it again. Going from British jumping to world level and dropping down up the weight again. And obviously Jared Erbler, yeah, he's massive at that weight. He was he was a, he's a monster at that weight. Walking into the fight after weighing, making 10-13, he was 12-10. But um, I felt strong. For what it was in there, the first fight, I felt strong. I was pushing him back and I think, bloody hell, he's a world title fight. I was going back enjoying it. But then a couple of taps down low and bits and bobs and he squared me up at that level and it was one shot and uh, he won but it's experience, I mean I've, I've gone and done it and um, dropped back down to light middle again, my calf and obviously from that fight I was disgusted with how, how the turnout happened and like, I was going to walk away from the sport, I thought you know what, well, I don't need this boxing, you know what I mean, at the end of the day I've worked hard to get where I'll go and these up and coming fighters if I'm getting looked after that much and the reps and everything I just thought but I don't want to go out like that and that's what I've said and it was my wife who made me get back into it and she said that's my belt go and get it. I watched much of him, his colour his last one I watched that when I heard of his name when I won the British there was talks on an interview and I thought hey, Nick that. but um, these are the fight, these are the fight as well I'm hungry and these are the one I'm up against but um, he seems a nice lad it's business, but then they're down coming to do a job, the same as him. And um, I think it's going to be a scrap. I think it's going to be a good fight. And uh, I hope it turns people's eyes from my point of view. And I can get that win. And um, I'm confident in doing it. Whatever he brings to the table that night, I've got to have an answer for. The longer it goes, I'm a long distance fighter. And I think that's when I, I prove like, the grit. And I think, if anything, that's when he goes to the ninth, ten, and someone's still in his face like he was the last fight. That's what you've got to do with him. I've won a British title. If I walked out of this sport now, I've got nothing else to prove. For what I've done from the black country, knowing that many people have done it, so for me saying that's a bit lack from his experience, like, because he's had it fed with a silver spoon. No, if, if I'd have had that now, I could have probably been a world champion, because I've always had the hunger and the art for the boxing, but I've just never had the backing and I've never had the support where I could train full time. If I win this fight, the hopefully Eddie does something with me and pushes me forward, because other than that, I'll win this fight and I'll, I'll jack in, because I need to be motivated, you know what I mean? I'll win it, go out on an eye, and I can say bye bye to the sport, but I've got it, like when I won Marcus Morrison, I won the WBC, I'm scratching my balls then for 18 months. I don't want to be in that position again because I've got other things going on, so I'll put 110% if I come in this fight, I need to sit down with someone, I need to be, I need a plan, what, what's going to go next like, so that's the position I'm in. I want to go out there, I want to show a different Jason Wilborn, I want to like, what I'm learning now under my new trainers. I want to try little things and I want to enjoy it. I just want to go out and rely on my strength and do what I've got to do. By the time that time comes, I'll be ready for a good 12 hour round, so.
I'm topping the bill and I'm going to make a big statement in this fight. How are you? Yeah, I'm good actually. It's a pretty nice day to be out here when uh, testosterone's flowing and there's a you know, a guard, a guard shield in front of us for the face-off. So it's uh, pretty interesting. But yeah, great surroundings here. Yeah, you're on cracking form today, especially with the face-off, your little waves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, try, try and keep it entertaining. I mean, I try. You've even got a smile out of Daniel there. Well, a half smile, I think. Really? <laughs> did you capture it? <laughs> but if I did, we'll, we'll send it to me. We'll send it to you. All right. <laughs> but how, how was it generally? How was Because obviously, we talk about your fight on Saturday first, which um, guys come over from Germany. Decent record. I know the last few fights um, haven't gone so well for him, but he's either been knocked out or knocked someone out in these last six fights. So yeah, he's a he's a good, strong fighter, and he's you know had a, has a rep record to prove it. He's been with some big names like Yoker and um, and a Jugba. So um, yeah, he's going to be he's going to be game, and he's going to be you know. Excuse me, wanted to take my scalp, so you know I got to come prepared and you know mentally prepared because he's going to try and win the fight, and it's going to be, it's, there's not going to be in a crowd to behind to motivate me, so it's just going to be on me and my team to to get the job done on the night. Yeah, Wallace, she said in a previous interview, reckon you reckons the bar's already in your head, and he'll take advantage of that. Oh really? <laughs> well, those aren't facts. <laughs> I'm, I'm not too bothered, but I need to um, get through Wallish and then I can prepare for Dubois accordingly. And you'll be watching Dubois fight, presumably? Yeah, I'm, I'm quite interested to see how that's going. That's going to go because I've seen, um, you know, I've had a lot of, shared a lot of training camps with Pfeiffer and uh, I know what he's got and it'll be uh, interesting to see how he copes with uh, Dubois and vice versa. Yeah, because he's, yeah, like you said, he's no gimmick. Or is it vice versa? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> told you you were on form today, didn't I? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously we, you know, we just assumed, you know, knock a bit of ring rust off, you know, you know some decent guys, but no one too testing. But Dubois in particular, I mean, you know, he's quite handy, isn't he? Yeah, he's a strong, devastating puncher. So everyone's got to be on their guard and, you know, not get picked, hop with a big one <laughs> without protecting yourself. Because he, yeah, because once he smells blood, he comes in and, you know, takes people out. So. He's, uh, he's he's a, he's one for the future anyway, but I, I think I'm gonna I've got the beating of him, so we'll just have to see. And then October, providing you and Daniel both come through, providing the current situation is more under control, you'll be fighting in front of an actual crowd uh, at the O2. Yeah, exciting stuff. That's what I'm inboxing for. It's going to be uh, hopefully a sellout event, if uh, if it can be. But you know it's going to be explosive, and you need to have a crowd. You need to have people like watching and like, yeah, I was there at the fight. You know what I mean? And you know, the, it's got the excitement and the build-up. It's like it's why we love all love boxing. So it needs to be. It needs to happen in front of a crowd, and I uh, I just can't wait to uh, get the win. Yeah, well, I've asked you this question before, and no doubt you'll be asked it 150 times before October. How do you see the fight going with you and Daniel? Oh, we'll just have to see, but he's going to try and blast me out early on, probably, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm going to try not to him, let him succeed and slip his punches and whatever, and you know, do what I can. But I'm going to be firing back at him, so he's going to have to take some, 
some punishment for me and uh, as the fight goes on we'll see how it goes and well, hopefully I can finish him off. Well that's it, you're known being quite relentless, I mean I've spoken to people who sparred you, sparred you and you just say, you know, you're just expecting you to tire out but you just keep on ploughing through. Um, yeah. Uh, and where do you get that energy from? I think it's just um, it's just been built up over the years doing various other sports, swimming, rugby, martial arts, athletics. So I think I'm just a a natural athlete, and I think that you know endure like I've got I've got a you know I've built it up over the years endurance, and I've got that I've got that second win that can can come in in a fight, and I can just keep going. And I like throwing loads of punches. I like landing shots. So. It's, it makes for exciting, punch, uh, exciting fights, but then uh, I guess I still get hit as well, which, yeah. which I'm I'm working on. I'm working on improving that. But you know, I've been in I've been this in this uh, I've been in the sport for over ten years now. So I, I uh, it's about time I'm I'm learning and incorporating what I've learned in training to not get hit. That sweet science of boxing. And you, you mentioned your age there. You're turning 35 uh, this year, um, which to me is, is is nothing. But in boxing terms, um, it still looked fresh as a daisy to me. But do you, in your own mind, do you think you've got to start getting these big fights now? Yeah, I I thought this year I'll be starting getting some big fights, and and you know I had a choice like who to fight next. And Dubois was a was a very interesting name with a lot of belts. So. That was a fight that I went for, and um, you know it was almost there. But then the virus obviously stopped it, uh, postponed it, and um, you know it's finally going to happen in October. Fingers crossed. So um, that's uh, so I'll be. Um, this is these are the fights I want to be in because then it from beating Dubois, then it it he's got he's built up and he's got a name that's built been built built up, and then I'll take that. And then um, I'll take it to the next level and get a heavyweight title in the next two years. Yeah, because there's, there's really only one more level to go, isn't there, after this? Um, yeah. And that's up with the big sport, big boys, Tyson Fury, Joshua, Usyk, um, Wilder, all those boys. Any yeah. of those that you'd fancy, any of those you wouldn't particularly fancy? No, I'm, I'm, I'm open for all um, all fights. It's, uh, yeah, there's some, definitely some big names out there to fight. And, uh, you know, it's... It's exciting, and uh, I just want to—I just want to, you know, leave a legacy. And I want to do what I set out to do was be world champion. And uh, once I can do that, then I've uh, achieved something in boxing. I've done what I've wanted. I've—I've uh, I've planned to do. Yeah, and you just going back to the Daniel fight. From what it sounds like, you're going to soak it up, wear him out, and then take him out. Is that? I like it, I like it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, you know, if, if and when you do beat him, I mean, he's young enough to come back, isn't he? Yeah. And if he beats you, are you thinking, where do I go from here? Or do you think you can still bounce back again? I can still bounce back again, but it's going to take longer and it's like, it's like, I want to go the A route, the, the fastest route. <laughs> I don't want to be like taking no, um, no long-winded ways. I want to, I want to go direct. Okay, so in two years' time, we're speaking here or wherever else, I'm going to be speaking to a heavyweight world champion. That's the plan, man. <laughs> nice one, Jake. Great to see you in the flesh again. Oh, yeah, good to, it's good to see you guys again as well. Um, I've been missing this press conference, first press conference back. I'm loving it.
Excellent, yeah, and you look the part once again. Another trip to Savile Row. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> We're going to have many more. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll come to your first opponent first. Um, a bit trickier than most people thought. He's, he's no mug, this guy, unbeaten. Yeah. Um, and will be a tough fight for anybody. No, he's been proving he's been around the ring. You know, he knows his way around the ring. He's been a veteran. He's sort of like a veteran. And um, I can see that he's a... Yeah, he's been in many fights, so it's going to be a good, interesting boxing match while while it lasts. <laughs> when you say while it lasts, what do you? I know you don't make predicts. You think it's going to be? You don't think you're going to be going? No, definitely not. I'm going in for the stoppage and um, a dominant, devastating performance again, and uh, make a statement and you know bring Joyce on after him. Yeah, Joyce. So uh, obviously you've seen him today. Uh, I know you're not each other's favourite person, people, are you? Not boxes at all. <laughs> no boxes. <laughs> no other boxes in the heavyweight division. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> no, we're cool, we're cool. It's just um, business. Um, this is boxing and this is the sport. We have to fight to, you know, get forward and better ourselves. Absolutely. And um, that face-off, that was uh, interesting. Don't suppose you've ever done anything like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Feeling all new things, you know, coming back into this. Um, it's interesting. Um, uh, I hope it doesn't stay this way, though. No, right. Uh, I mean, first and foremost, you want to be fighting Joe in front of some fans. Right? Yeah, exactly. I want to get an audience and um, have an audience in the arena. Which is, We live for that energy and that buzz you get from the crowd once you walk out. It's, a lot of things that we're missing, you know, now. But I hope it does um, come back to normal. And your first fight, obviously, there's not going to be a crowd for there. Are you prepared for that as well? Yeah, I'm. I'm ready. I'm sort of ready. Program my mind. I'm used, you know, in my mind. I know I've just got to carry out the mission, carry out the job. I'm on a. I'm on a mission, and nothing's going to stop me. Joe's fight, obviously, is this Saturday. You're going to be watching that, I presume. Yeah, I will be watching all um, all the fights in the card and. Definitely the Joyce fight. It's uh, yeah, it's going to be a good eye opener and see what what's what what they're showing. Now, obviously, it was mentioned that he's turning 35 this year. Uh, you're still very young in comparison. Uh, 22. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. 20. Yeah. Um, so, is that going? Is the lockdown going to be uh, suited you better than him? Because of probably will. You know, I've had time to grow up and um, you know, being you know, rest rest and. I've put on a bit of weight, gotten stronger. Yeah, feeling good, feeling good. And spending some time with the family rather than being in camp. Yeah, yeah, that's been what I've missed, you know, from, you know, it's off, oftentimes it's just on the go. Training, often training camp back into one, so this time off has been time to just relax my mind a little bit. And what do you do when, you, when, when you're relaxing? I know you're yeah. still you're not going to be switched off no. you're still going to be watching boxing videos doing training of course um you never can switch off once you're in this game and um my passion is still you know on on form and um but just being at home and just set, taking in this great weather and just just being in comfortable surroundings by the family has been good absolutely in greenwich where we are now this is your home turf isn't it? yeah this is my training ground this park um I've done many rounds and this is what's helped me come through all my fights, to be honest, from my, throughout my career. Yeah, it's a lovely setting, isn't it? Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, and without the lockdown, we probably wouldn't have had this press conference. So yeah, there so there's a blessing in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on to Joyce, uh, God willing, you both come through your next fights. What do you see happening there? Um, 
what me, me and my Joyce Joyce fight. Yeah. Uh, well, well, you guys got to wait and see. It's going to be a great fight, though. I'm now I'm going to win and um, come through this fight. It's it's no easy task, but I'm going to make it. You know, I'm going to dominate and show this is my area. We've seen, you know, like the fight with Gorman, that you, it's, you don't treat every fight exactly the same. There is a certain no. amount of planning for each particular fight. No. And Joyce really is going to be possibly your toughest test. Possibly on paper it is, but, you know, I don't listen to none of the critics and all of that stuff. You've got a wasp there, mate, by the way. Just... <laughs> Still there. Where is it? I don't think it knows who it's messing with. Get away. <laughs> is, that, is that wasp going to be a bigger threat? Than I don't know, yeah, it looks like. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's all good. Yeah, I think he's off, he's, he's cleared off now. Yeah. Oh, right. You're going to have to give him a right hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, but you think end result, you're, you're going you're gonna to put, you're going to put Joe Joyce out and potentially end his career, I guess. Of course. Well, you know, this is, um, I'm not looking, you know, in, on the what he said, I know what I'm just going to be focused on what I have to do. And coming through that fight, the opportunities that present present itself after that will be enormous, I think. Yeah, because you will be definitely knocking on the door. I mean, this is a, you're at a good level now, but there's that level above with the, 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 the real big boys. And yeah. I think Frank's just said he'd have you in the top six. He thinks Fury, AJ, and Usyk top three at the moment, but um, thinks you come through this and it's not going to be long before you're... No, banging on the door for the world title. Um, it's all happening here, it's all happening. Boxing's alive. <laughs> and I know, well, I know during lockdown, sorry, I won't keep you much longer, I know during lockdown, as you said, uh, De uh, Deontay Wilder was the name that was mentioned. Yeah. Um, you, st you still fancy that? No, I think we were all getting bored and during lockdown we had to come up with somebody. But Joyce is on my hit list, so... Um, I'm not looking past these these next two opponents. Um, I'm not really going to bother even talking about these other guys. But we know what your ultimate goal is. Yeah, of course, the world title, um, top of the heavyweight division, and uh, just being a world champion. This is what I've set out to do, and I just purely want to win that. Thank you.